Universal Music issued a DMCA takedown notice against a YouTuber for using an AI-generated version of Eminem's voice in a parody rap about cat. ByteDance is extremely big. It grew its revenue to more than 80 billion. Last year, it had a revenue of 60 billion. What is going on in the Swedish startup scene? Like, are they all, you know, like into origami now? Hi everyone, welcome to our weekly tech review, where we explore the latest trends, news and updates from the world of technology. Whether you're a seasoned innovation expert or just starting in tech, this podcast is the perfect source for staying up to date with what is happening right now. With me today, I have Henrike and I have with me Vincent. And Tech Review is a collaboration of Ideas Engineering, Free Tech Academy and Update. You can watch all episodes on YouTube or listen to us on all major podcast platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts while you work out, drive or maybe even travel through space. So let's jump right into the news and my random generator tells me that I am with my, uh, I'm the first. So my first article of the day comes from Vice.com and it's about a record label wiping an AI-generated Eminem rap about cats from the internet. You might have read about this and, or maybe even listened to this. Uh, I found it really, really cool. Uh, and it is Universal Music, uh, the Universal Music Publishing Group. They issued a DMCA takedown notice against uh, YouTuber Granday for using an AI-generated version of Eminem's voice in a parody rap about cats, claiming that it infringes on its copyright, the copyrights on uh, Eminem. Um, and the incident highlights the legal gray areas generated uh, media, or the legal gray area that uh, that exists for the gen for, uh, <laughs> for the AI generated media uh, that we already know ev from everywhere, and uh, this becomes more and more popular. And um, uh, some some people suggest that this is like a like a um, incident where they simply want to demonstrate their power because it is still not clear if this is actually a copyright violation because the new content or this new media format was completely generated in AI. Um, and so this move is seen as a sign that making AI-generated parodies also gotten riskier and riskier and it is unclear whether one's own voice can be copyrighted. Right, um, the copyright law allows for parody, for example, um, as long as they are transformative and consider how the parody might affect the market for the original work. And in this case, I think um, the people have, uh, or like the music industry, fears that AI-generated parodies might be as good or as original as the original artist and so uh, they, they consider the voice or like the vo voice qualities of the artist as they are copyrighted material so presenting a parody based on the original voice of the actor is considered like a copyright infringement yeah and this is of course very very important to understand because if we generate images if we generate music there's always exactly this aspect if this is a new original work based on learned information or if this is actually an infringement of some copyrighted material because the source material was copyrighted and using it as a base for new original work is an infringement. Yeah? And I'm not sure if we actually can already answer this uh, because it is this gray area and I'm pretty sure that we are going to see some cases in this direction and this direction. 
And I am seriously wondering where this is going to go. Because if this is now like a, like a precedent for future um, legislation, this might be, in the worst case scenario, be the end for services like DALI, Midjourney, or like these, uh, these, these deepfake services uh, where you deepfake images or deepfake audio, right? This might be then in the future uh, be forbidden or, or exclusively being allowed to use by the author themselves. So like Eminem can generate new Eminem music of himself without ever having to rap again. <laughs> I don't think he has to rap ever again that, that to start with. <laughs> But I love, I love this article because, I mean, it's a combination of AI and cats and that's probably what <laughs> caught your attention. Um, I, I wonder, is there a link that also let us listen to the rap or is that already banned? Somehow? Do you want this podcast to be DMCA took takedown uh, by Universal Music? Because if we play it now, we will um, get sued. Fair <laughs> enough. But I, is, is it included? Then I can listen to it by myself. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I think actually so. Just listen to the article. I think they will just read the article, and uh, the DMCA takedown uh, means that the um, that the video has already been deleted on YouTube. Okay. It might okay. happen that we find it somewhere on the web because, as you know, whatever is in, on the web <laughs> it, it won't disappear. Um, but the original author is not allowed to show it on YouTube anymore, um, right, and he it. even got a copyright strike for that. It's it's um, in the article. The article says that it's not only like a complaint, or there's this mechanism on YouTube where the original artist can claim the earnings of this video without having it to take down because then they can profit from this. But in this case, they actually contacted YouTube in terms of copyright infringement and forced them to take it down and punish the author for a copyright infringement. So he actually got like a, like a, what, how do you say it? Um, like Penalty. The, fir Penalty. the first strike, he can, with a, with a yeah. third strike, the channel yeah. will be deleted. Yeah, and so this is like a serious issue. And he got a, a, a copyright strike. Um, and so this is like, like really serious for the, for the artist. Yeah. And I think this is exactly to scare other people um, not even try to try this. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe this is a bridge problem, not a bridge technology. Maybe it's a bridge <laughs> problem, um, because m uh, what I think is that right now we're transitioning from 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 original creators doing more with AI based on the base of information they're giving in um, to AI will create uh, that for us. So AI will potentially, you're going to put in a prompt. I mean, this is not how it's going to work, but maybe in the end you're going to put in a prompt like, I want something between these guys and that girl. And then I'm going to, and then AI will create a voice like that. And I'm going to be like, okay, well now do some text about, I don't know, what is music usually about? It's about, I don't know drugs <laughs> I, I don't know what music is about I, what, what do I listen to you have never listened to music before no. it's always about drugs of drugs, cats, internet no but you're gonna tell the, you, you the just AI listen, that you just hear whatever you want to hear drugs, drugs, yeah. drugs so drugs uh, dear listener, drugs is a placeholder for what you like Uh, and if you hear drugs, then this is what you're thinking about. I am saying something else right now. 
but you hear drugs because this is what your mind is making up. Okay, I hope I got us out of this legal, <laughs> legal dispute that we are, were heading right now. Uh, I don't know what music is about though, uh, but whatever music is about, uh, first of all, AI will create the, the perfect, I don't know, uh, voice of whatever creator you want to hear is it jazz you want to hear somebody that is very similar to sinatra if you want i don't know whatever um and then uh maybe you pick an era and this is based on and then uh, it goes from there so i think this is a very very best a very nice example for a bridge challenge or bridge problem of you want to call it because in 10 years from now we won't have that issue anymore uh because there's just i think not going to be a lot of original creators anymore maybe that's just a Uh, a, a thesis I don't know yeah but I mean in uh, it's it's just kind of the next level of this whole discussion when artists um, sample songs from other artists or you know reuse it and kind of make adaptions to it or having lyrics that are quite similar or like sequences from notes that are quite similar to those of other songs and then I mean you always have those legal issues already even without AI and now this brings in another layer but the discussion is is the same in the end yeah I think um, I, I think it's absolutely right that if we compare it with Midjourney for example Midjourney is remixing a lot of source material to something new and original and I think um, this is why this case differs because if I deep fake a face or a voice then I'm not remixing it but I I copy it so I create a literal copy of the original and so you could argue that this is a different way of reutilizing the source material it's not fair use it is literally copying and the only aspect that counts against this is that this parody was clearly marked as parody and nobody was led to believe that this is an original uh, artwork from um, from Eminem and so I think this is the aspect where where they could have been like more civil about this um, because it was obviously not trying to steal content from Eminem Yeah. And they, I mean, at least in, in the terms of um, fair use or claiming the revenue of this video, um, they could have let it exist, right? Uh, and I, I remember one last thought. I remember that in the last uh, tech review, you talked about these uh, virtual K-pop bands, right? And uh, they are still using human singers for um, giving it the voice, even though the avatars are completely um, generated. Uh, and as I said, it might happen that in the future, someone will design the singing voices by remixing 10 different singers together. And so then you have like an artificial voice together with, with an artificial avatar. Yeah. Maybe also, um, I lost my point. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, no, no. That's a very good point you just brought up. And I wanted to say something else, which I... Oh, yes. I, I just wanted to say that. It, while AI is still a bit unregulated, right? I mean, this is kind of the wild west we're in, and we don't know how long it's gonna last. But I think platforms like SoundCloud, actually, if they're fast enough developing a feature like that, where remixes and these kind of things are something that is a very substantial part of their platform, I think that this would be an amazing business case for SoundCloud right now. 
uh, or eight tracks if this is still existing. I don't know anything about music. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I will lift the spell now of what of, of you thinking about of whatever you want. <laughs> we should we should generate like a new original track specifically for Vincent about cats and drugs. It's interesting. What, what did you just say? I heard cats and Microsoft. I, <laughs> I think every. I mean, as I said, everybody hears uh, when you say that word what you want to hear. Whatever you said, I heard cats and Microsoft. Cats, 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 cats. If our tech review is valuable for you, please give us feedback with a like or a comment. That would help us tremendously, and it wouldn't cost you anything. And if you don't want to miss the next episode, just click on the subscribe button. And now. Back to the news. And Vincent, trucks. you are sorry. Enter, no, <laughs> Vincent, you are next. And now this. <laughs> Which one should we take? Yes. So these are connected. And why? I want to be transparent about this. So I'm a big the information fan, as I think everybody gets now. Um, I brought, however, for the show notes, a free article without a paywall for everybody to have a look at. And um. What I did now is very stupid because I wanted to refer to information on the information. So, yeah, maybe you open this up and I will need to quote something from the original article uh, as a sample, not as breaking the agreement that I have with the paywall. Um, okay, so what is this about? Actually, I, I just wanted to give a, bit, a little bit of an overview um, because I wondered a few weeks ago when there was the congressional hearing about TikTok, um, I wondered... How big is ByteDance? I mean, ByteDance is a company that's 11 years old, so not that very old. It's a huge player in China and Asia. China, China, China. Um, oh. But it is... Uh, <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Oh. Wait for it. I got it. I got it. Wait. I just wasn't prepared. No. <laughs> China, 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 China. China! So, uh, it's a huge player in China. And... Um, And then I wonder how big ByteDance actually is. And this article from The Information sums it up actually quite nicely. ByteDance is extremely big. Uh, it grew its revenue to more than 80 billion. Last year, it had a revenue of 60 billion. So now the question is, is that big? I mean, that's such a number. We, I don't know. But uh, also the article that I brought uh, is summing up what other companies are making. And it is brutally high what they're making right now so for example snapchat made 4.6 billion youtube made around 29.2 billion and meta made 116 billion which means that ByteDance, even though we're probably not aware of it is one of the biggest tech companies there is out there um to give a chinese comparison just to get a bit of a grasp on compared to china chinese economy because it's just very different to ours. You probably have heard of the company called WeChat, uh, which is uh, created by Tencent. And Tencent and ByteDance have quite the same result in the end, in the last year. So this super app that does literally everything in China is exactly as bad, as big as ByteDance. So now the question is, how big is TikTok in that? Is TikTok delivering 80 billion? Is TikTok delivering zero billion and also this number was found out by a few uh journalists and it is as far as i understand 12 and i'm scrolling through the article so i find this number um 
it is around 12 billion. So TikTok, even though being the number one platform right now to be at, and so this 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 major platform, social media platform that everybody right now sees either as a threat or as an opportunity, it's just accounting to a small bit of what ByteDance is actually making. The rest is made by Doujin. The rest is made by other companies, subsidiaries of ByteDance beneath it, mainly, however, Doujin. Uh, and a lot of advertising, and then I'm, maybe in the future I'm going to bring something about e-commerce because this is just, it's, it's just a fascinating number. Uh, I'm not going to throw this in now, but... It's just amazing. So um, I brought this article to show you that, yes, TikTok is big. But if we feel like TikTok is big, look at this giant mother company that TikTok has. And I think this is the dimension we also need to look at when we're talking about risks and challenges and also opportunities working with this giant. And, uh, yeah, that really helped me to understand um, also, what kind of a big threat that is to other major tech companies that probably are coming out of our economic field. Yeah, but it is true. Um, we uh, in the Western market, we rarely take a look at uh, the size of the Asian companies, uh, especially those companies who do not have a foot in the European or the American market. We always have a look at the big tech giants from Silicon Valley because they are the ones that uh, that influence our everyday life. And uh, some of these big uh, Chinese companies, they are not present here. So why should we know about them? But if we compare like Google and uh, Amazon and uh, um, IBM and uh, Facebook to Tencent and WeChat, um, it's, it's super hard for us to actually have this measurement, yeah? but it is true. Uh, they they um, partially they are bigger than than their uh, Western equivalent, yeah? but we don't see it. Also, look at sorry, Henrique, just really quickly saying yes, and also look at when we take it into the comparison, we don't know, we just don't know how economy on the other part of the globe is happening. So look at just the headline of this article. 30% up in 2022, so a year where nearly every tech company saw challenges and still growth, but a lot of challenges that definitely capped growth at a certain point. But ByteDance made 30% more. And that just gives us an understanding of what the tech, com the tech economy in China is actually doing and how, how also how dangerous that is uh, because our companies, Western companies, need to keep up. Yeah. Henrique, uh, you yeah, want I, I just, because you just said it, I think that they're like 11 years old, ByteDance, and that was, I had no idea. Like, <laughs> that it feels super, super short, and um, that's why I just thought that's, that's really impressive. I had no, I mean, I never thought, or, you know, thought about how old they are, but that's like nothing. <laughs> yeah, just to, I mean, take it and compare it to other companies. Snapchat is from 2011. So Snapchat is older than ByteDance. Uh, Facebook is older than ByteDance. Instagram is older than ByteDance. And still, they have this major platform and this major growth. And of course, it's also bound, it, like connected to how economy and politics are intertwined in China. Uh, but it's shocking. And now, this. Although I always take up too much 
speaking time. This will be a rather short article, so um, for the end of this uh, session. Um, you might remember that last year I brought an article about a startup um, from Sweden that is, you know, like doing industrial origami for space that was called Stillfold. And then I you know, stumbled upon this article and I was like, what is going on in the Swedish startup scene? Like, are they all, you know, like into origami now? But it's no coincidence. <laughs> it's the same company. So Stillfold is the um, the production technique that they're now investigating for space and Stillwrite is another use case that they have and that they introduced, um, which is also inspired by the same technique. Um, so um, I just thought this is like a very neat looking um, e-bike and so I thought to have a little bit of different content in here, not just AI and stuff. I just bring it because um, I'm just personally curious to see what other use cases not just this company comes up with, that is you're like super into the niche now. But in general, because it's um, like from production point of view, it's, you know, it's um, it's super smart. It saves a lot of material costs. Uh, you need fewer components, obviously, less labor costs, um, you know, less weight. Everything is a bit more, you know, uh, it's optimized. And so I, yeah, I thought I'd bring it here because we talked about it last year as well. And um, for the e EV fans uh, in this round, <laughs> they can have a look at it. It's, um, I think the reach is about 120 kilometers of this little bike and uh, charging time four hours just to, just to, for your information. <laughs> so they actually built this, yes? It's yeah, not yeah. like a prototype. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be available in 2024. Okay. Costs around 15,000 euros yeah to be honest i have no idea how expensive a <laughs> regular motorbike is um but it's me neither so, so <laughs> I, I assume i assume um this this technology uh the still full technology is uh is cost saving right or yeah 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 because you need less material you yeah. the whole production process is rather um uh, simple um fewer components oh yeah yeah i i just see it like uh like reducing the weight by 40 percent uh reducing the number of components by 70 percent uh reducing the material costs by 20 percent uh reducing the the working costs um on what's it like labor costs probably uh yeah. around the 25 percent i see i see yeah. Isn't okay. there a picture as well in the, not just that one? I thought there was also one that shows the... Maybe on mm. the top. What I think... Ah, there, I think this is, is it. Ah. What I, I think when I see the 40% less um, weight, I think uh, also that be this maybe being one of the most significant factors due to the efficiency that will just rise massively because weight always works against the efficiency of the electric motor and the energy you can generate out of the um, charge of a battery. So I think that this is, I think the this will really uh, increase uh, value by cost factor 
uh, or efficiency by cost. So very, uh, I think it's very interesting, very fascinating. And also, you don't see a lot of electric motorcycles. I mean, you see electric scooters, like scooters, the ones from Tier or Lime. Shout out to them. Um, <laughs> and then you have the Chinese companies uh, like Niu or Uno for, from Germany. But this that that's it. All of them are capped at like 50, something like that. Yeah. So this is interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And especially if we t talk about uh, like wasting resources, wasting energy and wasting like uh, uh, not, not generating too much e-waste or uh, too much um, like old old bikes that that need to be um uh, deleted <laughs> and i and i think also like design wise it looks quite cool um and it's i, I thought it's funny how they described it in the text as a mix of a vespa and an e-guitar <laughs> well, yeah, I, I see that <laughs> yeah interesting and it might open up uh like a realm for uh new designers maybe handing even like their own customized blueprints uh for like a customized origami bike or something like that there are so many people uh, designing 3d printed objects in uh, in um like 3d design design programs right uh, so maybe there there are some blueprint designer software solutions available in the future uh, so that someone could design their own bike hand it in uh, for for um what's the name still Still right, <laughs> and then they they like print this uh, into their steel cutting machines. Or, yeah, or any other kind of product. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, they now said like last year they want to you know have a look into that when it comes to satellite production. I think it was with the uh, steel fold method. Now steel right is doing it with uh, e-bikes, and you know let's see what what else they come up with and as you say maybe then you hand in like a blueprint for whatever project you want to have as an industrial origami style and yeah. you can get it <laughs> didn't we just talk about uh 3d printing with steel didn't we have this like a few episodes ago that this is something somebody's testing and i mean this would perfectly fit into each other i mean print the parts that you then want to do origami with perfect even yeah. melt in all parts maybe <laughs> i don't know we talk about so many things yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> maybe true. we covered that already i don't know could be but but seriously i could imagine there i mean you know there is this um this engineering of bionics where uh, people take nature as a blueprint and use it for designing highly efficient mechanical parts like I don't know, taking uh, things that you learn from fish or from butterflies or something like that, or, or like the wings of a bird and then create wings for an airplane based on this. And I could imagine that this art form of origami, which is already pretty old, but it is highly efficient, could be used in the future for highly efficient engineering practices. And I remember, I think we, we have it even here, uh, we have a chair made out of paper. And it is like clever folded paper that is so strong that you can stand on top of this. It's it's strong like a chair, but it is made out of paper because of the special folding technique of the paper in there that it's really, really strong. And this, I, I, I wouldn't say this is origami, but it's like the same 
a way of applying um, this origami-based techniques to weaker materials. And so maybe I don't say I'm, I'm going to use a bike made out of paper, but it might happen that in the future we create machinery and airplanes and cars which are 70% lighter than like the originals because of this clever design. I mean, there were cars made out of paper basically like 30-something <laughs> years ago in a state that's no longer existing. So. Yeah, you are kind of right. It, it, did, not, it did not dominate the market, so... <laughs> Uh, well, I have to say though uh, that <laughs> that the way these cars were made is something that actually manufacturers are looking at right now. That you have the whole that you have the whole body around the technology, and you can swap the body and 3D print it in every color you want, and the body is actually not. Um, colored from the outside, so when you scratch it, you see another color beneath it. But the whole body is printed in one way. I think that even though the technology of talking about Trabants uh, was bad, um, I have to say that some of the technologies are actually very much what we see here with Still Ride. <laughs> nice. I want to see a, a Trabant made uh, by Still Ride. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fold a Trabant made by Steel Ride. <laughs> it was like, like a do-it-yourself kit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly like we see, for example, with computers. I mean, you know, uh, what's the name? This is computer company by Linus uh, Tech Tips, actually, this YouTuber. And they, um, and they, that's, and you get a do-it-yourself kit. You get all the different parts because it's a, it's a computer that you can upgrade 100%. It's a laptop you can upgrade 100%. It's the coolest thing. Um, and there, for example, you get a do-it-yourself kit where you build all the parts yourself. And in the end, you don't have a tower; you have a laptop. And I, I mean, I, I see that for this as well, specifically for bikes because they're like from the size, like handable compared to a car. Sounds great. All right. So thank you so much for your articles. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the next session. So everybody see you and hear you and uh, listen to you. No, listen to us <laughs> next time in one week. <laughs> Bye for now. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, we here at Tech Review want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope this new episode was valuable for you. And if it was, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to us right now. Share this episode with others who could also like it. Do you have a topic that you'd like to see covered in future episodes? Don't hesitate to tell us in the comments or on social media. We hope you'll be back for the next episode.